AM Caffeine Show. Shout out to us, Watts. Watt Sticks. Is that his damn IG? Watts Sticks. Watts Sticks, once again, uh, blesses us with our intros, and he uh, gave us a new one that we premiered on um, last Friday. So shout out yeah. my man Sticks, representing Watts. Uh, hit him up on Instagram, man. Super talented cat doing a lot for the city. Shout out, Sticks. Hold on. To see, you don't even get a chance to even introduce the guest. They just start just, <laughs> just start talking. That's what legends do, huh? Boy, I tell you. That's what legends do. She's Louise. AM Caffeine Show. So, like I told Hold on. Marlo J's in the building. Let, 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 before yeah, we even, try, you know. Let's try introducing ourselves. Legends just try to take over. Jeez. Marlo J, what up? What's up? Why are you so mellow? Because I usually say it's your girl Marlo J. Oh, what's up? It's your boy DOC. No, hold on. So I was trying to figure out what to say. Okay, so watch I this. AM Caffeine say. Show. It's your boy DOC. It's your girl Marlo J. And DJ Smooth Mellow. See how that works? We've been practicing. Yes. Yeah. Um. So when you change it, it throws me yeah, off. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was my bad. Because a legend threw me off. Yeah, that's what <laughs> happens sometimes. AM Caffeine Show. Why is that the move? Like when when something's crazy, you, 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 you got a lot of hand movements. You got to do juggling hands. Like you're juggling... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Are they, are they oranges or lemons? <laughs> um, ah. Like I promised you guys on Friday, yeah, told you that we had a very special guest coming in uh, today, who is actually can a I, friend of the AM Caffeine can Show. Can I give a hint? No, be quiet. Okay, go ahead. Damn. <laughs> I just wanna, so I just this say isn't. I want to join in the same. This way. isn't her first rodeo. Yeah, She's been on the AM Caffeine Show before, but this Good. is the Marla first time. If you don't be quiet. Okay. Go ahead. I was about to say that. Okay, go ahead. But this is the first time that Marlo J um, is getting a chance to meet our special guest today. And really cool for Marlo J because Marlo J um, was an ins- okay, a cheerleader instructor, why right? Why would you tell my story? That's my story to No, tell. I'm asking. So you, that's what you were, a cheerleader instructor? <laughs> yes. And in high school, Marlo, were you a cheerleader? Yes. Were you any good? Amazing. I don't think so. Uh, I was. <laughs> Okay. I made up the routines. Oh, you did? You made up the routines? Some of them. Okay. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show, special guest today, a multi-platinum recording artist. Multi-actress, director, producer, um, choreographer, known, worked with just some of the greatest artists who ever. She is the greatest She is, but ever. she's worked with some of just the most iconic, awesome iconic, too. iconic um <laughs> Artist to ever uh, uh, to grace the earth, right? And she's a friend of mine for real. Like you know, a lot of times when people you know, come, like you, you say like, "Oh yeah, your friend," but you yeah. be lying. You like you don't even talk to when they yeah. leave. He, he says that a lot. But because <laughs> of her, and I've said this on multiple occasions, but I I, I make sure that I, I do say this every time I, I get the opportunity. Because of her is the reason why I'm I'm really here today. That I I'm in the entertainment industry. From meeting her, it became a domino effect, and I met this person, and and it just what it started with her finding me getting my boogie on Get in a club. On. You were getting your boogie on at a club. I, that's how we did. I okay. used to get my boogie on, and and you can ask her how how dope I'm, I was. I'm, she, oh. I'm, I'm waiting for that. So go ahead and introduce her so I can. So ask the her. one and only my one of one of my most favoritist. Favoritist. Yeah, we gonna make that up today. That's a word. That's, you know, that's so more than favorite. In my life, the most important females is my mama. Mama and them. My sister. Your sister. My grandmother, rest in peace. For sure. And this lady right here. Who's the that? The one and only. Tony Basil in the damn building. Wow. 
Tony Basil in the building. What an intro. Yeah, that's how I get down. You can pay me later. Let's go back to that new opening song. Did you like that? Oh, yeah. That sticks. I really did like that. Yeah, the maybe he could do something for you. I can sway to that I understand the, the lyrics. lyrics. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And then I like the lyrics. You did like the lyrics. Yeah, because it had my name in there and it had oh, Marlon Drake's too. I like the story. I like what? what he was saying. You like what he was saying? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sticks. There you go. A legend. Okay. Tony Basil. Tony. What's going on, man? And not like I, I kind of know what's going on, but I'm going to act like I don't. Okay, wait, <laughs> let me just act on something. So, go ahead, Marlo J, because I have a gang of stuff that I okay, want to talk wait. about. Why are you so awesome? Okay, no. Really, I just, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so awesome? No, I just really, I feel like, well, like Doc started to say that um, I, was, I've been a, I was a cheerleading coach for a very long time. When? Um, what, years? Yeah, yeah. Mm, 94. Four to 2018. Uh-huh. And, um... Uh, for a school be, or just for... For high school. For what, what, what high school? For Lock High School, my mama. Oh, Lock, yeah. yeah. You're familiar with Lock? Of course. Yeah, don't get a mess. Tony knows hey. about the hood. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm having a conversation with Tony. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it was, it was the, uh, <laughs> the Dorsey High cheerleaders that... Saying, uh, oh, Mickey, you're so fine on my record. Are you serious? And it was Bianca Fields who helped me write it, who was a Dorsey High cheerleader. And uh, it was the Carson High cheerleaders that were on the promotional video. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, okay. So, the Dorsey High cheerleaders from that era. What, what yeah, year was it that? Was, um, I think it was 79. The Dorsey High cheerleaders of 79 are the ones that we hear on the actual Absolutely. album. Oh, Mickey, you're Absolutely. so fine. And so I fine. just made a remake of that song. And Bianca is also on that one, what? too. Wow, we wow, wow. Shout out to Dorsey High cheerleaders. Shout out to Dorsey High School. Yeah. You know, they were mean you. to us, but I mean... Where they were mean no, to you? I don't, I don't leave my friends behind. I don't leave my friends That's behind. That's amazing. That is, so what made you, are you from, are you from LA? No, I went to high school in Las Vegas. Um, I was head cheerleader at Las Vegas High. Come on. Right. Come on, yeah. LVH. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I grew up in grammar school in Chicago. And so how, what made you, how, how did you find Dorsey's cheerleaders? Um, you know, I was trying to write a song, a whole song that kind of embodied like cheer and chant and the stomping Mm -hmm. and the clapping. And uh, so I went around, you know, you know, the stick cheerleaders, stomp cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. they do the kind of the rap. Yes. And the the pom-pom girls do the songs. Yes. So I was researching and going only where I wanted to go, which was down there, because I knew that's where the groove would be. Um, and I, I just started searching, you know, in watching dance competitions. Wow. Yeah, and actually I found uh, Dorsey and Carson in the same competition. Mm. I've been to some others, but but that that's was... amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. See how you learn something because every day? the thing is, is mm. that what I, what I was going to say is that that song... Was so instrumental in my view. This the song and video was so instrumental in what my view of cheerleaders were, became, because I didn't have a thought of them before. Well, you know, I was a cheerleader in high school, and we did not do those mounts. 
And when I started researching and I started to going to those competitions, I saw those mounts for the first time. Wow. Everybody climbing up on each other. And I was like, I went crazy because I was going to listen to stuff. And I realized I was seeing stuff, too. Right. You know, that I'd never seen before. That's kind of awesome. I just love—I love the fact that that some girls from the hood was on. That's some girls from the hood on there. I'm still in touch with the Carson girls too. Really? Yep. Yep. I wonder why you didn't have any relationships at Locke since Locke was like a music magnet. Well, you know, at that time. Well, I don't know what time. The well, 70, it's 79. Yeah, 80. we were amazing then. Yeah. Marla, you were like two years old. I, I wasn't alive. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. That I know that um, Locke was built in '68, yeah, and from like '70 on, they their band and their music department yeah. was number one. Well, you know, maybe you know we went out around to a lot of places after that because I wrote a song called "Street Beat" with Allie Willis and Bruce Roberts. Allie wrote "Earth, Wind, and Fire" wow. Boogie, with 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 "Earth, Wind, and Fire" with Boogie Wonderland, and. We, I think we researched the the drill team band, the bands, the drum bands. Mm-hmm. I think we went down to Lock High. Yeah, Lock was amazing then. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> that I, I think that's where where we we got some of that groove from. For that's that. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, what made you not go back to Chicago? You said from Chicago, right? From Chicago to Chicago, or even Vegas. What What made you not even go to your your own? former team to get the cheerleaders. Oh, no. Well, by then, you know, actually, actually, um, by then they were in art school. Las Vegas Heights kind of changed around to to like a, you know, a performing arts school. Mm -hmm. Um, No, why, why get on a plane when I can just, you know, drive, drive, drive a couple of miles? Oh, yeah, okay, makes sense. I mean, <laughs> she told you. Uh, well, well, there you go. It was, well, it was there, you know. It she was, was like, it there's cheerleaders right down the street. AM Caffeine yeah. Show. Cheerleaders right down the street. So now, speaking of um, the song, the iconic song, uh, Mickey, um, I kind of want to get into just a little bit, Tony, just in. And you may not be able to, um, to tell everything you about gonna, it. You going to call her by her first name like that? Like, what else would I call her? That's Miss Basil. No. <laughs> hey, just Tony to me, cuz. Yeah, Don't trip. Yeah. Okay. Hey, gang member. She know what it is. Um, so, Tony, when you when you wrote Mickey, um, did you did you have an idea? You knew how big it was going to be? No. So you didn't have any idea how, no, no, how no, big you, it was going to be? You, you don't, no. I was just not like, even a, not no, even no, 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 nothing. No, 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 because you're. For me, I was writing songs for an album. And you don't write, you don't think of the end game. I don't anyway. Right. I move out of inspiration. Uh, I always have, you know, working with Bowie or Bed or whatever. It's it's the moment of the inspiration. It's not about opening night and, you know, what the photographers are going to do or the money. God only knows it's never been about money. Right, because that's what I wanted to get I'm, into. You know, well, because I'm not, oh no, you know, I came from this show business family. My father was an orchestra leader. My, my mother's side of the family, were, they were vaudevillians. And they were working class uh, uh, in the theater. 
You know, they weren't the stars. My mm-hmm. father orchestrated behind the star. My family opened up, was in the opening act for the, the main star. act for the main yes. star. Yes. Yeah. So I, you know, longevity in the business is what my family had. And, you know, I came out here and you see people don't have longevity. They have a high and they disappear, you know, and they drop off. So, I, so, so, so longevity, <laughs> but it's really about being driven in what you do. For me, that's the excitement. That's like, wow, that's, that's what it is. So you, I don't, you don't think of the end game. No, I got to say, though, when we were recording the song and the song was really coming together, I, I, I thought it was infectious. But, you know, like you're recording, you put down tracks and you tracks to a lot of songs, then you sing a lot of songs. And, you know, the songs and how they develop change. Sometimes a song that you think is really fabulous, as it develops and as it develops in the studio and as it's mixed, you go, oh, the, uh, the, all of a sudden the dark horse kind of comes up. Or sometimes that you think the demo is better than, than, what you, than the finished product. Than the finished product. Yeah. That does happen. Right. You know? Um, it, it's it's like it's like you know it's like anything else. So no, you're just driven by by the art form. So uh, being driven by the art. Go ahead, Marlo. Okay. Go ahead because my my question is going to okay. be kind of deep. Okay, I got two. I got two. I got two things. Two things. One. Um. When did you realize how big, um, Mickey was? Now. Just now. 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 Why now? Because t- because it's become. An anthem, it because it's become iconic. It was a hit, but, but it was iconic, like 15, yeah, but you know what? Years ago, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's not. Nah, see, I, you know, what was interesting is wherever I was, I was promoting it. So after I left, it became number one there. After I left Australia, it became number one there. After, after, after. I mean. I think when I came, when I came back after all the promotion, and then I got an American deal because it was really all for European deal. It was oh, all really? European deal. It was a hit in, in England and in Australia uh, before it was before I had a deal in America. So I'm driving down the street and I hear another car driving. I hear the song on, and she turns the channel, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I go, okay. But I had done, you know, the promotional video. I did that promotional video. We shot that video before there was MTV. We shot that video, I think, in in, in 80, and I think MTV was... Came out like in 81 or 82. Yeah, and and so uh, it was ahead of my time, but it came back around. It came back around. So for me, I don't know, you know, then you're busy, you know, writing, writing other songs in, in this, in, in the studio and you're, you know, making a storyboard for the next videos. Cause I directed and storyboarded and choreographed and edited all my own stuff. Like, and that's like, Full time, morning, noon, and night, and you're not out partying or, or, or you know, doing anything but prepared. And then I went back and did another BBC special because it was the first BBC special in the UK that 
really, really struck, where Mickey struck, struck gold. Because originally when I wanted to put a chant and do a cheerleader thing, the record company, you know, they, they weren't really behind it. And I've got to say, hey, in the U.K., they didn't have cheerleaders. They didn't know what the hell I was doing or why. So, so you know, it was the A&R guy in the U.K. that kept saying, my kids keep playing Mickey over and over and over again. And after I did the U.K. special and... All of a sudden, they realized the reaction from the television audience. I didn't do the cheerleader um, number. I did, uh, actually, I brought Shabadoo from the Lockers, star of Electric Boogaloo and Breaking. Shout out, Shab. Yep. And I brought Spaz Attack, who was this crazy punk dancer with, you know, a, a, a mohawk hairdo, 6'2", fantastic performer, as my sidekicks, and I did it behind... In, in front of a band, like a like a punk band, so we did a different presentation of the song, uh, visually. But the song really resonated with the UK audience, and all of a sudden, bam! They realized they had they had to release that song, mm-hmm. which was a surprise to them. So everything was always a surprise. So I was always on to the next thing, you know, writing the next you know BBC special. So I didn't really get to enjoy what it was i really didn't and i'm telling you when i say to you i had no idea until now mm. now that oh my god like my father that song has had longevity longevity in the business so how incredible that is pretty so <clears throat> obviously now we know how big the song is and it seems considered a one-hit wonder it right. was considered you know but even a one-hit wonder but you remember those songs itsy bitsy teeny weeny polka dot <laughs> yeah yeah what did it they was called them kitsch they're not kitsch but something else like 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 not comedy songs but it was just considered like a novelty type a song novelty song and right. not until avril lavigne did a song very similar to the beat similar to the song that rolling stone said hey <laughs> who would have thought tony basil in 1981 or whatever, you know, I don't think it was a hit. It wasn't number one until 1982, I believe. Um, would have would have been creating a genre. And Avril, and I was so glad because it gave, it took it out of the novelty because Avril is so respected, you know. Um, she, on on her, her encores, would sit up on her drum set, boom, tick-boom, tick-boom, play Mickey and have cheerleaders come out. I went, well, I've arrived. Right. Yeah, you know, Avril Lavigne really, has helped me arrive. Yeah, because I, th- I feel like I feel like Mickey is the song that is just passed down tradition to tradition. Well, that's to, what's generation happened. Generation. That is what because has happened. I don't, I don't remember my mother ever playing the song at home, but I just grew up knowing it. Mm-hmm. Just knowing the song. And I mean, all of the song. But I don't remember my mother ever playing it. So it's one of those songs that's like, you know, that you just, you it just is passed down generation to generation. You just uh-huh. hear it and it's in your head. Like right, and it never, feels, it never feels old. It just feels you know, like for that time like, it works. Like, like the happy birthday song. Yeah, or something. it's <laughs> so, <laughs> it teaches you the happy birthday song. It's you just so know it. iconic. And, uh, and uh, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my question, let's let, let's because I know there's been you've had some issues with this, but let's talk about this from a monetary standpoint. Oh. And the amount of money that that song has generated. Yeah, you're gonna torture me, aren't you? Not trying to, but I want to do. I do want to bring light to this. The amount of money that the song has generated and has made the company. How? When did you? When did you really start to figure out like that this song has made a lot of money and I haven't seen a small percentage of money that it has made? Like when did you start getting hit to like well, this record company is really on some bull crap and they're taking all all of this all of this damn money? Well, you know, a couple of years into the hit. When the royalties weren't happening, right? And you know they're 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 overseas, so it's hard to go. You can't just go over there and just run up in the office. It's overseas, yeah. So you know it's been a journey. We're going to court August. Still, we're going to court August fourteenth. Wow. wow! How wow. many years later? Right. So in the last so couple wait. years, how much how much has it generated just in this last two years? In the last two years, I, I really can't talk about it, but it's it's enabled us because we're going to court to really find... They don't want to let go of the song, but I can't really talk about right. the upcoming... What, what you say they don't want to let go of the song? They're talking about the, the record the, the, the record, the record company, company. Has the pub, has kept, is keeping they, the they, publishing? They, the record company has the master. Right. And... They didn't even leave me my TV tracks to perform to it. Mm. Wow. So because of that, you have remastered it. I re- no, I, re- I, I re-recorded, re-recorded it. Re-recorded it and, and made a I, new master. So when I'm saying remastered, yeah. you have now have yeah. a master that you own that if anybody now wants to use it for a campaign, if they want it in a Snicker commercial, if they want it in a Dorita commercial, whatever that is, now they have to go to you. July 4th, it's going up on, what did you say? So July 4th, <laughs> the new uh, Hey Missy hey, hey hey Mickey. Mickey remaster that is now owned by Tony Basil. And this is the version that we want you guys to, to stream, to download, because she owns it now. Yes. On all digital platforms that will be available on July 4th. 4th. The 4th of July. Independence Day. Thank you very much. Ah. Right. Makes sense. See how that works? Right. What was Independence Day about? About getting rid of the uh, English. Get them out. In me, it was the records. The The English record company. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, we have a court case coming up, and there's, you know, it includes my catalog. It's a, we, got, we, got, we got a whole situation happening, but you know. And in that catalog, another, how many how many songs is, what, are we talking about? I think well, not 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 a huge amount. I think it's the first, the 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 first album, the first hunk of stuff I did. You know, in my head, we we did so many extra stuff for the BBC specials, mm-hmm. and they 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 also. Um, Put different songs and, you know, record companies at that time, if they were releasing songs in Korea, it would be maybe a different series of songs than what was in the UK than what. Right, right. Each territory was different. Each territory was for for the territory. Right. So, but we have a hard time finding out what was released anywhere. Right. Yeah. I know you're sitting there in wonderment, but it was, it was, it was, uh, there's a lot of 
situations like that. Nowadays, all of you that I'm looking at can do your own stuff on your own computer mm -hmm. and own it and release. It's a whole different ball game. Absolutely, I can imagine. So different. I it's saw um, I saw a documentary recently called Lion's Share, and it was about the family of the the man that um, that wrote and performed that song. He wasn't getting not a damn, not a damn thing. His family wasn't getting anything from it. Mm -hmm. It was playing. They started playing it in the Lion King, oh, and wow. the, and it was brought back to her family who still lives in this really small small village in Africa that oh your 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 dad is is on um, that one right there mm -hmm. that's him singing that right and they were like your dad is on Such a, a disney song. song on a disney movie yeah and they were like what we yeah. <laughs> we just, we're just living in a hut right <laughs> i mean they were like living to where their floor was like dust right so yeah. AM Caffeine Show but, listeners. So, so I get what the, the how the fighting for the royalties because they had to fight for it or whatever. Yeah. But they did not. They well, did there not was, cut them over. Yeah, think that's millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah, but they they didn't give them millions. No, of I, no, I, I understood, but just imagine and from the time that you first knew about years, this song over the years, how yeah. much money yeah. that song has and, generated. And, yeah, and, and it was and, like all the people that redid it. Yeah, yeah. all the and you and, deal and, with statute of limitations. Oh, okay. You know, statute statute of limitations is a it's like how certain long time period. Had? No, certain time period that if you don't do something about it, right. you've no. lost you've it. You've lost but, it. But is there a statute of limitations there's on a royalty? Oh, there's a statute of limitations on everything. On everything in life, there's a statute. You find out once you go to court. Except for once murder. You, <laughs> once you hire a lawyer. Except for murder. Once you hire murder, a lawyer. Murder, there's no statute of limitations. Well, I don't know. You could, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, it's 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 that the court system, you know, there's all these rules and regulations and then there's rules and regulations that are different in different countries. That's mm. true. And you you've got situations with this with a song that is international. And they, right, so, and they and they they were only able to sue them through the Disney part that D Disney um, Corporation that was in Africa. Right, that's what she's saying because right. of that territory. And, yeah. and, and, and probably, it sucks because the movie they is could, worldwide. And they could probably only get a certain amount of money because of their statute of limitations. That's so they probably, probably only got, you know, two years or the last seven years wow. when it's been running for, oh, you have no idea. And, and you like just have so to. Many, and yours was in a movie too. Uh, more than, more than movies. one movie. More than a one ton movie. of movies. More than one movie. Uh, but maybe we could stop the torture chamber now. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So, again, the new Mickey available July 4th on all digital platforms. And that is the version. You can remind them, that you know, on July 4th. I absolutely will. For That's sure the will. version that you, can, you should download. You can uh, stream and let, let this and woman get let this woman get a little bit of change. Hey, well, check this out then. Since I'm the DJ of the show, can mm -hmm. we can we play it? I mean, I believe that we should. Let's let's get one? into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're not playing that old crap. Well, I mean, Wait, it's still your voice. Am I going <laughs> to be able to sing along, you know or is it really no. different? No, we we absolutely don't want you to sing. We you do not. You won't you, even tell the difference. You won't. Had, had we not said anything, you wouldn't you, know. You won't. I don't okay, think good. you'll be able to tell the you difference. You know, I like when, I can, when I'm able to still sing tried, along and know the words. People have tried to remix it. And, um, you know, not even the club mix. Because you can't, you still to this day can't mess with that chant. Right. You can't change it around 
it it just goes and you go well it's not the one i sang to right you know so uh yeah it's uh it was not easy trying to sing um you know 37 years later sounding in the same key in the same tempo Ooh. but you know you pulled it off we, we, but you did it we did it so let's get into it am caffeine show Smooth dinner ones and twos. Tony Basil's in the damn house. We have so much to talk about. She's involved in probably going to be the biggest movie of the year. We're going to talk about that. Her work with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And um, she has a new t-shirt line. And she's got a bunch of crap going on. She might be Jamaican. (laughs) Moki. Wait, who did that? Was that her? That was her. No, that was me. That was me. Oh, I thought Tony did boop boop. Do it, Tony. Do it. Give me the boop boop. Boop boop. Shot. You know it. No, I don't. You what? know it. What is it? You... <laughs> now she mad. Right. What, what is, is it? it? You tell me what it is if I know it. AM Cafe Show Smooth D. Let's get into this right now. Let's this is the it. brand new remastered remix version of it's, Mickey. It's, it's, a re, it's, a, it's a re-record. It's a re-record. I re-recorded it. Yes, you did. AM Cafe Show Smooth D. Let that go. Classic right here. Yeah. Tony Basil. Mickey! AM Caffeine Show, legendary Tony Bowles on the building. What you just listened to is the uh, re-record of Mickey, which will be available. Of Hey Mickey. Of Hey Mickey. Yeah, we're calling it Hey Mickey. Hey Mickey, so as that, opposed to Mickey, so, so there's no copyright issues. It. Well, so they can right. find it when they, you know, so it's, and it's a little different cover. It's, you know, it's a little different cover. So that will be available all digital platforms July 4th. July Independence, Independence Day. Day because now she's independent. That's right. I she owns this version now. N D E N T. Do you know what that means? Okay, I feel you how you did that there. I say how you put that together. And I spelled it correctly. You did. AM Caffeine Show. So Tony, you like those poodles? Yeah, this is really dope. So she is actually showing me a picture because Smoothie brought in the album cover of Word of Mouth. Right, Chrysalis. The and the version that he, that Smooth D brought this this album is the Chrysalis, which was for the United States. Yeah, got it. That's not this, the original. This, the very first. The one. This is a, yeah. a a picture of the very first well, album a, cover, right? What 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 it's city? The back. It's what, the back. What what country was this? The UK In and the UK. Australia. I think Australia. I don't know. You who, know. who is this with the poodles? Me. You all half naked showing your stuff. I see your stuff though. That came out of the. the uh, I see. Your, I see your poodle. <laughs> Don't trip. <laughs> <laughs> that, that came out of um, my Follies Bazaar show. Those oh, images. No, this is dope. 
This is great. All right, Tony Bowles in the building. So there's so much to talk about with this legendary artist, but I want to, before going back, I want to talk about some of the stuff that's going on now. Okay, wait. Let me ask him one more question. Oh, this girl. Oh no, go ahead, Marlo. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go do your time. thing. Do your thing, player. Hi, Tony. Um, <laughs> is it Was there ever a time that you were like, I am so tired of this song, I don't ever no, want to sing it again? No, no, no. I really, look, I really appreciate everything. I really do. I mean, you've never gone nothing. through a time to be like, you know what? No, I got other no, music. I've, I'm gonna I've sing not that performed. Instead. I've never, I've never performed it like on tour over and over and over and over. I wasn't even tired of it promoting it. I loved it. I loved it because I could, you know, do different performances and were, I would like. What, what it. was your stage show for this song? What, well, the stage, the stage. I never got to do a real stage show for this song. I did stage shows, two different ones before this particular recording of, of the, before I started recording for this particular company. So after that, I was really doing a million solid goals of Mickey, American Bandstand of Mickey. I never got to do Soul Train of Mickey. I, I would have liked to have And done it's that. funny, black people was fooling with I this. Would have liked we, to have done they would have let Don Carnell would let you come up on there. Um, <laughs> and then I did, you know, the UK, Top of the Pops, the Kenny Everett show, all these I did. I performed it over and over and over again. And you can go to my Tony Basil's, uh, my YouTube channel, Tony Basil's House, and I keep grabbing, you know, all these different performances. So I've got tons of different Mickeys uh, on my channel. So speaking of Soul Train, real quick, and Don Cornelius, you never performed on Soul Train with the Lockers? Of course I did. Okay, I didn't so do you've been so, Okay, I no, I understand. I just want to make sure the black she people was fooling with you. Oh, the black people was fooling with you. What do you mean with the Lockers? All right, so uh, hey, this is going to yeah. be a, a whole history That's a whole lesson. Show. Oh, please. So, Really quick. So, you know do you know the who lockers? the Lockers? The dance group? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, she's she's the girl in the group. Come on now. What? Yeah. So let's, let's, <laughs> okay, I didn't look. Know if that. you're not gonna do your research, then don't don't come to work. I thought I researched it. <laughs> <laughs> you researched that part. I thought I did. So Tony Basil is gave them gave them the name the Lockers. Yeah. It was originally we originally it, brief briefly was the Campbell Campbell Lock dancers. And uh, then we had trouble, legal trouble with that name, so we changed Was breaking your story? No. At, no. Oh, no. <laughs> You're right. They ripped our story what? off. You Boom. are No, you I are right. I am making no, history you are, you <laughs> right are now. Right. No, because I, right. I thought you were trying to say maybe the white girl in there was her. No. No, I was but saying you are her right. story. You are right. You are right. Ain't I no really, stopping. I, uh, I, I don't sing it. That. Don't sing it. I feel that. <laughs> no one does it better. <laughs> Her and I. Yeah. Oh, please don't sing Ollie and Jerry again. Oh, I don't know who that is. The, who made that song? Oh, boy. Did they sing it too? Did he made the song or did he sing it? Never, never mind, Marlo. So, anyway, so are they Tony. the writer, the producer, or the actual artist? Because I want to know who getting the royalties. <laughs> Tony just enlightened you on the See, whole side how of the that game. works now, with the royalties. Now Tony got me sitting here thinking about royalties. Like yeah, royalties. Get your, yeah, get your royalties and your copyright together, right? The I ain't mad at you. So, um,. Before we get into the lockers, because you don't know about that, I just want to make sure that I spend time really quick to talk about this brand new movie, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Tony choreographed this film and got the opportunity to work with Leonardo DiCaprio, which was uh, which is a really big deal. It's a music? It's a musical? It, no. no. It, it's so go not, ahead, Tony. No, it's not a musical. It's a real Quentin Tarantino film. He may certainly makes the trailer look like a musical. That's for sure. Oh, so they have one of them dance dance breaks like they always have in Quentin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and he loves dance. He loves dance, and he has 
he knows everything about everything. When when people say somebody has a photographic memory, mm-hmm. he is it, truly has a photographic memory. And you know, he used to as a as a young guy work at I don't know if it was exactly blockbusters, but it was where they sell sold videos. So he had the opportunity to see every movie ever made, every everything, and um, he just he knows everything. When when I went to my first meeting with him, and the film takes place in the '60s, so I danced in the '60s. So he started. We started talking about just the dancers on these very iconic shows called Shiv, uh, Shindig and Hullabaloo. He knew the names of some of the dancers mm. in the TV show. And, I mean, I know them well. And, actually, they did become very famous. The, the, the kids on Hullabaloo, Michael Bennett created the musical chorus line. Mm-hmm. He was a dancer. Uh, Donna McKechnie uh, won many Tony Awards on Broadway. Uh, you know, these, these, it, these were young dancers that became famous. Like, I was an assistant choreographer, and I danced in a lot of films with my girlfriend, Terry Garr. Actress Terry, Terry Garr. Actress, yeah. Oh, what? Who, yeah. was, who was nominated for, you know, many Golden Globes and and um, Academy Awards. Um, so that's what happens to these t- 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 young dancers, you know, in that time period. We all studied acting. And uh, I actually thought, you know, maybe I'd get to be a musical star in the movies. But that's where I came from was the 50s where you saw Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, um, Mitzi Gaynor, Sid Charisse, all singing and dancing in films. But that when I came to Los Angeles, the last of those of, of American musicals like that was like Anne Margaret and Elvis Presley in Viva Las Vegas, That those kind of and I was lucky enough to have been a cheerleader, to have really been into what wasn't called street dance at the time, but, you know, social dance, go-go dancing, the pony, the skate. Mm. So that was a, that time period in, in Hollywood for me is the same time period that Quentin's film is about. So... Other than Quentin knows everything about everything. And when I, when I say that, and we said something about, oh, you know, there was a TV show called Bonanza. <laughs> with, with Michael Landon. That's right. And I said something about Michael Landon, and I said something about him doing the Freddy. Quentin stood up and did the Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy you got to do your homework right. to work with him. You, you got to pull rabbits out of the hat, but you know if you're equipped, it's 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 the best ride you could ever have. So when, he so loves Tom, making movies. When you got the call, was was were you the person that they wanted? Were there yes. other choreographers yeah. they they no, wanted no, you? He didn't speak to anybody. He just called me for a meeting, and I and we sat and talked to talked. And the producers were all sitting there waiting to see, I guess, if we got along. But that was a given. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I just finally said, because I could see the producers were thinking, this is going on too long, you know. And I said, Quentin Tarantino, what can I do for you? You know, like, Quentin Tarantino, what can I do for you? He said, well, I, I, want, I want you to choreograph a movie. And that was it? And that was it. Wow. So now, really quick, let's talk about the first day on set when you... Or actually well, we get the had, opportunity to work with Leonardo. Well, How was that? Well, that was that 
was a couple of time. That was a couple of scenes in. You know, there's just. It seems like I did so much, but it's just because what I did seems to be in the trailer. But that is just bits and pieces of the story. Of yeah, and I didn't know how much of what I did was going to be in the film because you know nobody gets to read the script. You get these one pages, the page before and the page after of what you're going to do. do. Right. So that, you know, and that's pretty much everybody except for Leonardo and Brad and, you know, the, the stars of the movie, which do have the whole script because they're through the whole script. But, you know, Quentin's films, they're not, there's like stories here and stories there mm-hmm. and somehow they interconnect. And um, so uh, I was really hired um, to do like, like keep it authentic if there's a party somewhere that nobody's doing hip hop or the mm-hmm. cabbage patch you know <laughs> really really because you've got extras that weren't even born in that time period right and you know then there's there's some scenes that musically and I I've signed a non-disclosure so I really can't talk about that either After Leo said it's good I, I mean, Leo, Leo and I spoke to, to I spoke to I spoke to Quentin he said run your mouth um, <laughs> he said, "Run your mouth." <laughs> so, so really, the stuff, and I'm swear to God, I don't know how much is in or out, um, is what we call character driven. It's not story driven. If you're if you're involved in choreographing something that moves the storyline along, you know it's going to be in the film mm-hmm. because without it, it doesn't move the storyline along. Right? Because the storyline changes. But I did character-driven things, which sweetened the character and kind of sweetened the movie to be the texture of what Quentin was going for. So I, uh, so at when we, we would shoot, and many th- uh, like there were things that ooh, the first couple of meetings that we were going to do got changed, uh, all sorts of different things, and then all of a sudden we were doing something else. Uh, in place of it, or we're in the middle of, uh, you know, shooting a scene, and Quentin will go, Tony, I've got an idea. Do you think you can? And we just change it. And just, boom, change it, you know? And it was like icing on the cake for me. I just, I loved working that way. I loved being able to deliver for him that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just see these little pieces, you know, in the trailer and it's it's thrilling, but I th- you know it, it um, premiered in Cannes. He edited, which means he, the, and and it's really going to premiere again in uh, L.A. J- July. I think it's July twenty second. So, which means you know, it came out maybe he did an edit two months. A- this is my thinking. He didn't tell me this, but the edit is two months ahead of what was going to be two months later. Right. So I believe he's after there's nothing like seeing it with an audience. There's nothing like sitting. You know, there's nothing like recording a song and sitting around with people for the first time and they're hearing the song and you get this vibe. Their reaction. Their reaction. And you feel, oh, I'm going to change that. I love that. The drum needs to be up higher because they, you know, you, you, you have to be with people. To, to 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 know what you've done, so I know that there's he's probably still changing and editing, and so I have no idea. And I'm doing interviews like this, yeah. like a, a um, an article for INLA, 
And you just I, did something for CBS the I other day, right? I just did CBS Sunday Morning. Right, that's dope. Which is has been like the number one show on the network for a really long time. Three years. Yeah, okay. that's so that's dope. So I'm very excited to do that. I was very excited, very excited. But you know, everybody thinks, oh, it's just it's like a walk in the park. Walk in the park. I'm sitting there because um, the producer called me and he said, I think I want to shoot the the interview in the living room. And the the maybe the dance stuff, the obligatory dance stuff, which I always have to do um, in the studio. Okay, so I said, well, you know, I'm making up in my 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 dining room, and you can set up in the studio. And he goes, no, 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 we want to shoot the, the 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 interview first. I said, but the interview is where I'm getting made up. He said, that's fine. Well, fine for him. I mean, sitting there. Cameras, producers, setting up, doing lighting, and I'm like, no makeup. My makeup girl's making me up. I'm trying to focus. You know, I mean, it's it was like it was. I saw some of the images from that, and uh, your makeup artist, who's always who always does a great job. You look great. Eugenia did a great job. Eugenia Weston, Santa Cosmetics, did my makeup for my original promotional Vicky, Vicky. Original <laughs> promotional video, Mickey. She was my makeup artist. Damn. She was my, so she has seen my face change. Right. Over the years. I mean, we're talking what, 37, 40 years, right? Yeah. Something like that. So there's nothing like a makeup artist that knows your face like that, right, you know? Right. So so when I'm asked to do anything, you, you call her up. I, I go, they go, uh, what's your availability? I go, well, I'll get back to you. I find out with her <laughs> availability. <laughs> right. We shoot around her availability. She owns Santa Cosmetics, which is an incredible line of makeup. Just incredible. And she has stores all around the city, uh, all around Southern California. And she's busy. She does Bette Midler. She does Leslie Ann Warren. She's, she still does her old clients that she started out with. But uh, she's hard to get, so I just went, I held my breath, and she was available. And she's available for me on uh, the INLA for the Monday interview, but she's not available for me Mm -hmm. uh, for the shoot that INLA wants to add to it. Because I'm going to do, I was going to do a 60s workshop. I did a 60s workshop about mm, when I started to do Quentin's film. Because I wanted to see a lot of people moving 60s. I, you know, I wanted to do that. It was, it was good research to see people coming in, seeing how quickly, what they did, what man on the street, what a dancer, how they, how they could move. And people have, have a little trouble doing the pony. There's a couple of dances that are very strange for people to do that are not in their bodies. The twist they have no problem with, you know? <laughs> But there's there's dances that are. I don't just, know how the hell you do the pony. The the weird. Well, yeah, that's it. Oh, so, nothing about the damn pony. You the dancer, the crew. You know yeah, well, you? I don't know how to do the pony. The skate, the skate, you could do. The skate is 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 an is is a little bit more familiar to. I to, could do the doggy style. To, to, to the uh, can't, can't do the pony though. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> she's not available. But we're gonna do a a, a, a '60s workshop. Right. Edge Performing Arts. Next what what's what's Sunday. the date of that? Next Sunday, I think it's the twenty third. Right, because Big Les says she wanted to oh, come yeah, to that, yeah, but yeah, she's yeah, gonna. Yeah. She says she's gonna be out of town. Oh, but. everybody says they want to oh. come. And yeah, Les wanted to come. Conveniently out of God. town. 
is so annoying. So, so Les is her big Les is, is, is so her annoying. and Marla are, are very good friends. Okay, so and for some good, reason she uh, has an attitude when I or she feels some kind of way when I bring up Big Les's name. I don't know why. But I, get, I don't get an attitude when you bring up Big Les's name. I get an attitude what? when you be you try and act like y'all got something. We have black love. Oh my God, I'm dead. <laughs> Um, so you have the 60s workshop at coming up on the 23rd, 3, 3 o'clock. And that's where again? At Edge Performing Arts. That's uh, in Hollywood around, uh, it's uh, like the cross street of Romaine and Cole. Okay. And which is like a half a block down from Santa Monica Boulevard and about three blocks I'm over. coming on. I'll be, Marla, you, we're going to go to the 60s workshop? Let's go. When is it? Did it's, I just say the 23rd? Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> she, the she, hell? She just went to Les for right. a second. Yeah, she I know. What the it. heck is her problem? So it's <laughs> so in Hollywood. So let's I'm go back. to that. I'm back. Um, so you have that movie so, yes. coming. Once upon a time in uh, huh. in Hollywood is 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 uh, what what do we have the actual date that it's coming out? What, I what's think the date? it's. Pre- I think <laughs> look, they don't tell me anything. Uh, I think it's premiering on July twenty second. But I don't think I think it's opening up in theaters maybe on the twenty sixth. Okay. So you have that coming up. Have that then coming. we have the T shirt line. So be- yeah, we have a T shirt line. But let's get into that you help me with. I did because I'm great. Um, <laughs> oh my god! June twenty eighth and June twenty ninth. That's right. Tony is going to be at the Hollywood Show. West. Uh, it's at the and, Western and Hotel. it's at the Western Hotel. Western. The Western Hotel. Uh, Up on uh, the airport. Oh, okay. 5400. Um, I have the address right here. Century Boulevard, right by the airport. 5400. 5400. <laughs> and it's a two day situation. And what's what this is, it's almost, it's like, I can, I, I always say Comic Con, but it's a, it, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a cavalcade. Of cavalcade. Yeah, hey, see how I did that there? I don't even know how I pulled that together. Of some of the most legendary actors and actresses. Um, so like they even have they're having like a happy days reunion. Oh nice. So hey. folks from that were in happy days. Uh, and I mean I'm talking about it literally is a, a huge auditorium with nothing but legends. Oh, you went, to, you went to another one I did. I, I haven't That's how I know one. what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I haven't done one since, since that then. one. Uh, 2012. That was 2012. That but was in Burbank. That was, so that was, I went yeah. with her to one that oh, she did in 2012 and next to us was like Lorenzo Lamas was was was, was, uh, was on one end, no, and then on the other Laverne, it was like Mickey Dolan the, the from the whole, Monkees. The whole Laverne and Shirley, Gary wow. Marshall, yeah. Laverne and Shirley. I mean, they. I was. It was like, L- Linda Blair oh was there. No, no wait, Linda Blair had the longest. She had the longest line. She, if you know who Linda Blair is from The Exorcist. She, yeah, yeah. She's a. She's well. She's. She, her so line was huge. So this is the you and get the opportunity. You get the star. opportunity to see your favorites. They let you know who's sitting where, and you get a chance to talk to them and you know take a picture and all that kind of stuff. So Tony will be. Um, she's doing the Hollywood show the twenty eighth and the 29th of June. Once again, fifty four hundred West Century Boulevard at the Westin Hotel. Um, right. You get a chance to see her T-shirt line. She has a bunch of really cool T-shirts, legendary, iconic pictures. I'm not going to be in town on the 28th, but I will be back on oh, the 29th. Oh, okay. So I'm going to come. Okay. I'm going to come on the 29th. Um, so you know, I'm gonna. Uh, I I'm not. Se- I'm not selling the. Man, let's go ahead. And get, let's get some, let's get some money. Let's sell it. But no, let's get no, some paper. But, but 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 I'm gonna hang them up 
And they can order. I'm going to have flyers. And they can, look, they can order them on their phone that very moment that they're mm. standing there with me. Wow. You know, they can well, order them. Yeah, they can. Yeah. So, uh, again, that's on the, the 28th and the 29th. Along with Tony Basil, there's going to be a Happy Days cast a reunion, a reunion from the Waltons, Back to the Future smooth hey, D. I am there. A, he's a huge Back to the Future fan, yes. he, uh, head of the class, yeah. Karate I don't Kid. Know, I don't know what day. Do you know? I don't know what days. Who's, yeah. who's going to be... I'm telling you. On, okay. So the I'm people there. I just mentioned are going to be uh, on going. Saturday oh, on, the, on, on the 29th. Okay. Um, Shirley Jones. Shirley Jones. There's a Blossom. There's a Blossom reunion. Oh, Joey Blossom. Lawrence. Uh, you know more than I do about this. Uh, oh, Smooth D. Huh? The Bronx Tale uh, reunion is also going to be on Saturday, and I got to meet Terrell Hicks. She's going to be there? She's going to be there. We're there. So I'm there. I'm going to hang out with Tony and with a bunch of legendary um, artists. So come see. It's really, really cool. Um, and because of Tony, you know who I met on the last one? I met Bernie Capel. Bernie Capel, who plays Doc, um, who plays Doc on the Love Boat. Love but boat. prior to the Love Boat, he played Siegfried on Get Smart. Oh, he did. So I, I, I'm into that kind of stuff. Marla, don't shake your head. I, I just love that kind of stuff. I just said I just don't know. I don't know. So Tony will be there. Her new T-shirt line is available where, Tony? Uh, we, you can go to TonyBasil.net to the merchandise page. What's the name, what's the name of the line? Tony, uh, the Tony Basil Collection. The Tony Basil ah, Collection. Ah, and, so fitting. And uh, <laughs> there, you can just go to TonyBasil.net, go to the merchandise page, and then you can click in and 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 see all the different styles. A bunch of this. But it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really they're cool. Real, they're fun. They're really fun. And uh, We need Beth Miller to get a tweet on, though. Well, we got Bruce Valanche. Did you see Bruce Valanche? I did see Bruce, but we need just bet. Hit us with a tweet and you know wear wear a T-shirt for us. Bet don't do don't do us like that. She, Damn, she's in New York right now. Yeah, bet be feeling herself, but bet is super cool. I got a chance. I've met Bet a bunch of times. Not maybe four times. Yeah, maybe four times. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony choreographed Bet Midler in Vegas. The, yeah, the Caesars. Well, I've choreographed a, a bunch of times. Direct, yeah, and co-directed her show. Nine different shows. Wow. Nine. And, you know, many television things. You know, when Johnny Carson, uh, his last show that he did, she did that show and I was with her. I didn't really do anything, but I got to sit in the dressing room and watch it. But, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of lot of, lot of of events with her and uh, her, her her shows. That's so dope. Um, Marlo J. What's that? What else you got? Anything else you got for Tony before we get out of here? I know you got something. That's it. I don't remember. Marlo, you were. Uh, 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 did you do the mounts or did you do the? We did. We were mount. Yeah, yeah we were. We were mounting and. Um, through, but we, they 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 outlawed the three tier in high school. You can do it in college. You can. They I mean, out. Then they outlawed the four tier because I know when I, I was remember, judging I I when I was judging when I was doing a couple of those internet like the big judging things they have in Florida. On on television, um, they were. It was dangerous. It was really dangerous. Yeah, I I have I haven't seen fourth tier unless you're competing in world champions. Well, I think they've outlawed it. I don't think you can do it. Period anymore. Was that recently? Well, no, no, ten years ago at least. Maybe. Okay. Really, Maybe. I think so. Be- because I know that like for the world championships, you have some of the some of the um, like 
some of the Asian squads like Thailand. All know, of those, a sudden, and they yeah, they do forts here all the I, time. Well, I would. Well, that's they're out there. They're I not know, here so in America. Saying, yeah, I, I think it's illegal so, unless you are tra- um, competing I in the world championship. I, I I know that I choreographed a Zach and Cody. Remember when Zach and Cody <laughs> was on, and they were doing like a cheerleader thing, and so I just. I hadn't been around. I just started Googling cheerleading, and I saw in China them doing a, a cheerleading routine to Mickey. Wow. Yes. And I just. Global. I just, you know, went wow. But, you know, the song went away for a while. It was like in ninety. It was like in ninety four. In ninety four, gangster rap killed it. He said, "Gangster rap killed it for a minute." <laughs> gangster rap killed Mickey for a minute, and, and then yeah, and then it, it's like then it came back All and it never video. went away. It never went away. No. AM Caffeine Show. Tony Basil, once again, one of my favorite people ever. Because of her, I owe her everything. Damn near. Oh. Um, well, I remember seeing you in that club with that flat top hairdo <laughs> and that suit on. And he used to do this fabulous step. This He did a fabulous step. And when he did the step, he shook his head. That was bad. And yeah, the, let me see, the, let me see head, the step. I retired. The head, no, no, go to Tony's page. It's on your page. You can see it, though, because... Um, the, Google me. The, Google him, then. No, on, uh, on the video on my YouTube channel... Um, which song was it? Was that it was Street, uh, Life? Street Life? Street Life. There's two Street Lifes. There's one on Smothers Brothers that Pete plays the beat DJ. Yeah. And then there's another uh, one that's like like the making of a like a like another that 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 Boogaloo Skeeter Rabbits in. We had a bunch of legendary dancers. The Godfathers are in it. Yeah. Uh, Greg Campbell Jr.'s in it. Anna Sanchez. And, yeah. No. Yeah, Anna's in it. No. Oh no, Anna wasn't in it, but Anna was there. Like maybe no. she was like the assistant or something. Oh, she, she was, was there. Yeah, she was, but yeah. you can look that up, Tony Basil's uh, Street Life, and that was actually two days after I, I, I met Tony. I met Tony on a Friday. I auditioned on Saturday. I did the video on Sunday, and we've been homies ever since. Bam. That's there crazy. That's got to be like, now what is that, Tony? 1992, 91. 91, I think. Damn. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, but, yeah, Tony Basil. You can uh, follow her. Tony, what's your Instagram and, and Twitter and all that crap? What no, is that? You know, I don't know. She no, don't. I do. I it's do. the official Tony yeah, Basil, right? It's official Tony Basil on Instagram. And Twitter is like Tony lower dash Basil, maybe? Or maybe underscore. Try that. Underscore. <laughs> <laughs> Not lower dash. Because there's an upper dash. No, I call Doc up a lot. <laughs> a lot. Going, how do I... <laughs> How does it? How do I do this again? Yeah, it, the fact that she knows how to how to get her Uber that I'm still amazed. <laughs> but wait, I, at that. that's, that's a good question though. What do you use that lower dash for? <laughs> that, that underscore? Yeah, yeah, that underscore. What do you use that for? Because it's not underlining anything. So what's the <laughs> underscore for? It's like a separation, isn't it? Smooth. I mean, it would be what? like of what? I mean, I don't. All the kids use it now. That's yeah, all I know. just, just underscore. It just sounds good. I don't know. I'm using underdash from here on out, though. Uh, underdash. Underdash. <laughs> there's a Lockers Facebook. There's, there's a Lockers there's Facebook page. There's the official Tony Basil Facebook, and then there's just my Facebook. Yeah. And there's TonyBasil.net, and then there's the uh, there's the LockersDance.com. You you can't see it through your phone, but you have to see it through a computer. And there's a lot of great pictures on it. A lot of... You know, we don't blog or anything on it, but it's there. It's there because, uh, I don't know, when 
2008 or 9 when I was at Hip Hop International receiving a great award that yeah. they were, were giving me um, I looked around and, and the people that were judging locking were not the lockers and I thought oh my god and I realized we didn't have anything we didn't have a Facebook page we had nothing we had we didn't have a website so that's when it we, we, we really kind right. of turned it around you right know? That's great. Tony Vass on the building, you guys. Um, I think that's it for today, Marlo J. Wow. Marlo J, you got some information? Some yeah. information? Yeah, you know, yeah. no, I'm saying oh, you did. You you yeah. learned a few things today. Yeah, I was very informed. Very informed. Very informed. I appreciated the small education. <laughs> education. You used to have accents. Smooth D. I don't know where that was. Yeah. Anything uh, before we get up out of here? Um, no. No, well, Mom? We, we should have our 600 show coming up, right? We do actually. Uh, the AM Caffeine Show has now been around for 600 show. Wow. God dang. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, So I think we're going to celebrate. So I don't know exactly what we're going to do. We did something for our 200. That was pretty good, right? Our 200th yeah. show. I think our 300th, we had a great one. Then a couple times we fell off. Like four wasn't that hot. Five wasn't that hot. So we're going to try to do something for our 600th. Um, anniversary show. Maybe we can get maybe we can get uh, the chef to bring us some food. Can we get the chef to bring us something? Uh, oh, can we get the chef to bring us some food for six hundred? Six hundred. Now you want to get quiet? Can the chef bring us some food? Can we can we do something special? He, he's the chef. He's the chef now. We're gonna be straight. All right, there it is. Am Caffeine Show. You guys enjoy your Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. And uh, do we have any special guests or anything on Friday? Uh, we'll see. Oh yeah, actually. Um, Marlo? Oh, Who yeah, you got, Marlo? Oh, yeah. We got Amin Joseph. He, if you watch he's a mean Joe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he, maybe he is won't that the, come now. But <laughs> is that the dark dude with and he's bald headed? Is that him? No. He, no, it's the nope. I mean, if you watch Snowfall, I don't watch it. He's well. Okay, that's your maybe. Bad. I, maybe I should. That's your bad right there. <laughs> right. I heard it's great. And um, he is the uncle on Snowfall. All right, so he's gonna be our guest on Friday, and he yeah. has a big curl. Amin Joseph. All right, so there it is, AM Caffeine Show. Rock with us each and every Wednesday. Go to amcaffeine.com for all station links, times, and all that crap. All right, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Tony Basil, anytime, baby. Thank you so much. AM Caffeine Show, you guys enjoy your Wednesday. We out. Smooth D. Let that go. We're going to get some food, right? Right, Uh, catering? He's going to get quiet on us. All right, AM Caffeine Show, we out. Peace.